I can't tell you the encouragement I've got to be brief tonight from a, a variety of you. <clears throat> it's always good to be in church. Yeah, we preach. So I'm going to do my best to be brief, but I'd like to ask you all to be prepared to stand up, not, not say a lot, but more than one or two words, uh, less than one or two pages of words. But brag on God a little bit. This is the time where it pleases him. It pleases him to, uh, <clears throat> for his folks to be thankful. If I had a title for the message tonight, is how does God feel about gratitude? Question for you. How many times does the word gratitude show up in the Bible? How many times does the word gratitude show in the Bible? Any guesses? The answer is the word doesn't show in the Bible. As close as it gets to it, if you put in a uh, G-R-A-T is the word great, and that does not mean G-R-A-T-E, that does not mean gratitude. Now, <clears throat> that's the word. We know gratitude is when our hearts are full because of a good reason. It's our, it's our emotions, it's our feelings of thankfulness. What words do we find in the Bible that would indicate to the answer to the question, how does God, God feel? I, uh, I looked up some words. I looked up uh, thank, thanks, thanksgiving. I looked up praise. I looked up glad, gladness, different forms like that. How many times do those words show up in the Bible? So I want you all to be thinking about the answer to that question. How does God feel? God has feelings. He created us as human beings in his image, and we have feelings. Sometimes they get hurt. Sometimes uh, they're just overflowing uh, with gratitude as you see him doing stuff. But different people respond to different ways, and how we respond to what's going on in our lives is important. God gives us lots and lots and lots of guidance of how he'd like us to. So rather than tell you a lot of opinions, I went and I've got a lot of verses. I'm going to read those verses. I'm going to share with you some of the things I'm grateful for. And at the end of this, we're going to try to answer the question, how does God feel about gratitude? How does he feel about that? If we want to ask the question, how does he feel about gratitude, there's a flip side to that. How does he feel when we show the opposite of gratitude? All right. He, uh, he does respond to both attitudes. A gratitude attitude is one that God likes. The lack of gratitude attitude is one that God very, uh, with his word, shows that he does not like. So, Miss Stacy, we're going to read a lot of verses. Just listen as we read his word is what he says about when we do things that thank him, that show our thanksgiving, that show our gladness. So, uh, <clears throat> I'm going to read them slowly. I don't have a, a chapter up there, but I'll read you chapter and verse. And here we go. <clears throat> We're going to go chronologically through the Bible, not chronologically, but book by book through the Bible. Leviticus chapter, uh, having a hard time reading this, 22 in verse number 29. It says, and when you will offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving unto the Lord, offer it at your own will. When you will offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving. Now, when would a thanksgiving be a sacrifice? That's interesting words, a sacrifice of thanksgiving. The Bible says offer it at your own will. You don't offer it because somebody tells you to. You offer it because you want to do it. When is it a sacrifice? Perhaps it's when you offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving when you might not be feeling 
full of thanksgiving based on the circumstance that you're feeling. God says, do it, at your, offer it at your own will. Book of First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 8 says, Give thanks unto the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the people. What is it that attracts people to God? It's when his people share his deeds with people. It's a pretty simple thing when he wants us to do that. Give thanks unto the Lord, call upon his name, make known his deeds among the people. First Chronicles 16, 34. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. If we had to pick a verse that's repetitive that shows his will, I, I don't know how many times that thought of that verse, not exactly in those words, we'll read it several more times, but I bet the intent of that verse, I bet it shows up a full three or four dozen times throughout various books in the Bible. Give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endureth forever. Jesus said, uh, they asked him, how many times shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Until seven times seven, Jesus said, until 70 times seven. Why does God want us to be like that? Because he's like that. How long does his mercy endure? His mercy endureth forever. First Chronicles 23, verse 30. It says, and to stand every morning to thank and praise the Lord. And likewise at evening. Uh, Norma sometimes will get up always after me. She'll say, what time did you get up? And I'll tell her, but many times before I get up, before I ever put my feet on the floor, I'll stop and I'll begin to think, what have I got to be thankful about today? And many times, it'll be 20, 30, 40 minutes laying there thinking about that before I ever get up and start my day. And sometimes I forget to do that evening, but what's a good balanced diet of gratitude? Morning and evening, stopping and thinking. And boy, what a great week to do that this week of Thanksgiving, stopping and thinking how good God is. Ezra, uh, chapter 3, verse 11, <clears throat> talking about coming back and the rebuilding and so on. The Bible says, And they sang together by course in praising and giving thanks unto the Lord, because he is good for his mercy endureth forever toward Israel. And all the people shouted with a great shout when they praised the Lord, because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. They weren't completely done, but they had an incremental uh, we're this much percentage done. Let's, let's stop and give thanks. Kim, I don't know if you guys did that as you were building uh, that tower down there or not, but uh, it would say you'd have a praise after the foundation and have a praise after the first wall, the second wall, and so on. Stop and shout and give praise to God because his mercy endureth forever and whatever the project is that you're doing for him. Psalms 26, verse 7, that I may publish, Psalms 26, 7, that I may publish with the voice of thanksgiving and tell of all of thy wondrous works. Psalms 31, 7 says, I will be glad and rejoice in thy mercy, for thou hast considered my trouble. Thou hast known my soul in adversities. Uh, there's sometimes we'll get to feeling like nobody cares. Nobody knows what I'm going through. This verse says the opposite of that. Why will I praise him? Because he knows me where I'm at, even when I'm in a deep ditch, even when I'm in a, a deep time of sorrow. Uh, I'm going to publish with the voice of thanksgiving and tell of his wondrous works, because I know that he knows me when I'm at my worst. <clears throat> uh, Psalms 37:11, Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, ye righteous, and shout for joy 
All ye that are upright in heart, be glad, rejoice, shout for joy. Uh, Psalms 50, verse 14, offer unto God thanksgiving and pay thy vows unto the Most High. Getting a lot of psalms going on here about gladness and joy and thankfulness. Psalms uh, uh, 69, verse 30, I will praise the name of God with a song and will magnify him with thanksgiving. Psalms 29, or 79, 13, so we thy people and sheep of thy pasture will give thee thanks forever. We will show forth thy praise to all generations. We're thy people. Did you see how the Bible referred to us? The sheep of thy pasture. Sometimes sheep get unruly. I don't know as much about sheep as the clinks do. But the sheep of the pasture are to be thankful for the shepherd of the pasture. We are to say with our voice the things, the praise that can be shown forth. Not just now, the, to all generations, that implies that we'll do something with our life that our thankfulness won't end when our voice does. How can, how can our thankfulness end when we end if we're going to show it forth to all generations? We ought to be doing something with our time, with our voice, with what we do with our life that lasts beyond our own life. Why? So that all generations can see that there was a people that lived that praised God. We as Americans... We as folks that are members of Bible Baptist Church have much that should last beyond us. Psalms 92 verse 4. <clears throat> For thou, Lord, has made me glad through thy work. I will triumph in the works of thy hands. Psalms 95 2. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. We do that, of course, on a regular basis around here with our scripture songs and with the right hearts. Are we starting the scripture songs with hearts that are full of thanksgiving? Uh, Psalms 104, 34. My meditation of him shall be sweet. I will be glad in the Lord. When you sit down and think about God, when you are laying down and, and laying there, uh, I was talking to Brother Charlie today as we had prayer for Miss Mary. He said, just think, if you're laying there like that and your body is weak, just think of all the praying for others you can do from that position of weakness. And oftentimes God shows himself strong when we are at our weakness. And I, I thought to Charlie, one of the reasons I love that man is who in the world would think that besides Charlie? But he's exactly, exactly right. When we're weak, he's strong. And if we, if, if we find ourselves where we're weak and we're bedridden, how many times have bedridden people got their prayers answered and God let them know it and showed his strength to them in their time of weakness through the answering of those prayers that other People that are well don't take the time to do and have that heart of thanksgiving. My meditation of him shall be sweet. I will be glad in the Lord. See how the will comes into that? Now, can we, can we sometimes, can our will get us where, I, you know, things are going on where we say, I won't do that? For sure. But what does the Bible give us the example of? I will be glad in the Lord. Here's a good one. Psalms 105, verse 1. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Psalms 106, verse 1. Praise ye the Lord, O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Here's a bunch of those that say that, and I didn't get anywhere near all of them, but listen to the ones that say that. Uh, Psalms 107, 1. O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. 118, 1. O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, because his mercy 
endureth forever. Psalms 118.24. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Oh, yeah. Psalms 118, verse 29. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Uh, have you ever, as a mom, said to your child, how many times do I have to tell you? Well, moms, it's okay to tell a child, especially your boy children, over and over and over, because we're slow in the uptake sometimes. We need to hear it more than once. Uh, oh, God is good, and we'll praise him for his mercy endureth forever. God told us several times, because we need it, it's all right for us to tell one another several times. It's all right if you've heard a message on John 3.16 before. I've, uh, I love to hear messages that I've heard before told from a different uh, preacher's lips. Psalms 119, verse 62. Listen to this. At midnight, I will rise to give thanks unto thee because of thy righteous judgments. What do you do when you wake up at night? Do you get gripey because you want your sleep? Or do you rise up and start thinking about the things that you got to be thankful for? I remember one night, I just remembered when my wife woke up at midnight and got to thinking about something and the Lord moved her heart to pray and it wound up saving uh, some lives that night when God moved her heart to pray at midnight at our home back in 2003. Psalms 122 verse 1. I was glad when they said unto me, it's Tuesday. No, it didn't say that. Let us go into the house of the Lord. I added that it's Tuesday part. That wasn't really what in there. But I'm betting that there'll be some of our dear brothers and sisters that will show up here tomorrow night for church and say, uh-oh, the rapture's done happened. Where's everybody at? All right. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. How many times have we come to the house of the Lord and not been glad? What are we doing to the overall spirit of the service when we come to the house of the Lord and not be glad about it? See how the will comes into it? What a great time in Thanksgiving week to say, I will, I will, I will. And we're saying I will in a way that pleases God because it's lining up with his word. Uh, Psalms 132 verse 1. Well, there it is again. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. 122 verse 1. Uh, Psalm, excuse me. We're over in the New Testament now on uh, the idea. You'll see these words, thank, gladness, and so on. Romans 1.8. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all, except you and you and you. Is that what it says? I, 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 I thank my God. Through Jesus for you all. That listen to folks, this this verse applies to our church, that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. We've got a handful of people here tonight. The Bible says where two or three are gathered together. Have you ever stopped to consider what God is doing through this particular handful of people? Seed projects just getting started. Who knows what will come out of that with deaf folks that are going to learn or already know the Spanish uh, sign language. Who knows what will come out of that? The church plants in 49 out of the 50 states. Who knows what will come out of that? The missionaries that we have on every continent except Antarctica around the world. Who knows the folks that will be in heaven out of that? Our faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. Why? Because we've hopefully learned some things about being thankful to the good Lord. 1 Corinthians 15, 57 says, But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have the victory. We said the other day, we may lose a few innings, but the outcome of the game is sure. 
regardless of the sport that's being talked about because God has preordained that those that trust in him win. What do we want? We want him, first of all. He gives us abundant life here. He forgives our past. He makes our day-to-day life secure. He has an undeniable future secured for us in heaven. We win. And there's nobody anywhere, no way, that can take that away. <clears throat> Second Corinthians first, chapter 9, verse 11. Being enriched in everything to all bountifulness, which causes through us thanksgiving to God. Listen to that. Did you all know we was rich people? It's in the book. I'm not, I'm not making this stuff up. 2 Corinthians 6, 9. Being enriched in everything to all bountifulness, which causes through us thanksgiving to God. If we stopped and realized who we had in God and who we are in God, we wouldn't be in the molly grub so much now, would we? Amen. All right. Uh, 2 Corinthians 9.15, thanks be unto God for his unspeakable gift. It's just a few verses to remind us of things that we got to be thankful for. Colossians 1.3, we give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. Colossians 3.17, and whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Philippians 1, 3, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. Uh, Philippians 4, 6, be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known, made known unto God. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18, in everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Hey, sometimes you say, what's the will of God? Sometimes he spells it out. It says right there, this is the will of God. What's the will of God? That in everything that we do, we give thanks. He spells it out. That's the will of God. Just a few more. Philemon, chapter 1, verse 4. I thank my God, making mention of thee always in my prayers. Hebrews 13, 15. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. If we was to pluck the fruit off of your lips this week, would it be sweet fruit? Would it be sour fruit? Would it be rotten fruit? What's the fruit of our lips? It's his will that it would be thanksgiving. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. So I'll stop, and I'll tell you a few things I'm thankful for. And then as a group, we're going to try to answer this question. How does God feel about gratitude? Some things I'm thankful for. Thanksgiving week. And I'm not going to get near all of this. I I should have made a list of this stuff. But it's just stuff that's crossed through my mind since we've been here on Sunday. I'm thinking about uh, on Thursday, 20 years ago, in the year, actually 21 years ago, in the year 2002, we were sitting at our table for Thanksgiving, and we always have a thing where we go around the table, and everybody that's at our table pauses and says what we're thankful for. And the Lord put a strong inclination on my heart. Many my grandchildren have heard this until they're tired of it, and some of them weren't even here yet when that happened. And 
They weren't born yet. I got, got my couple of my Iraqi babies that are here. I know just one of them says there's only one, but I count two. But uh, anyway, I knew that most likely I would not be at that table the next year. And what I said to my family is I'm thankful for the knowledge of what we do in this being a family tradition. And I'm thankful to know that if I'm not here next Thanksgiving, because I might be somewhere else, that this will still be going on. That will bring me a great deal of pleasure. Fast forward to December when uh, I went down and took command of the unit. Fast forward to Valentine's Day when we got the orders to be gone. Fast forward to March when we got the orders to go. And we were gone from uh, basically May of 2003. We got home in September of 2004. I spent the Thanksgiving in the year 2003, 20 years ago, Thursday. And although I wasn't at home, I will never forget, as we had our Thanksgiving meal over there, eight hours in front of where it was here, getting pictures via the internet somehow or another of a place they had set at the table, my place. It was sitting there, and they took it from the end of the table where I could see all the people I loved and cared about most around my table. And I was thankful for the fact that it was going on when I wasn't. What did Jesus want when he came to earth and he established some things? He established some things that he wanted to continue until he came again and made all things new. It gives him a great deal of pleasure when we do the things that he says for us to do. And I remember that Thanksgiving. I remember this day in the calendar one year ago today when for the first time in my life I dialed 911 because my wife couldn't hardly talk. We didn't know what was wrong with her. She didn't have energy to make it out the door. God uh, miraculously showed us, miraculously showed us what was wrong with her, and she's still here with me today, and I'm thankful for that. There'll come a day where she's not, and I understand that there'll be come a day where I'm not. But you know what? We got God. We can even be thankful for that. Why? Because when we're not here anymore, it's just a pause until we get to see each other again when we have the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior. I'm thankful for a year ago today on the calendar when my wife found out something we didn't know was wrong with her and has been able to get it taken care of. Uh, whatever, four months ago, I found something that was life-threatening. God just showed it, and, and I'm, they got it fixed, and now it's no big deal. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that there's a group of people here that pray for one another when stuff is going on in our lives. I'm thankful for seeing Miss Mary have, and Brother Ray, the faith that God's going to take care of us, and we have a group of people that's praying for us. For us to pray, uh, and, uh, and I just can't tell you how thankful that I am for that. I'm thankful that we found out shortly ago that we're to be great-grandparents. I'm thankful that I got to marry uh, one of my granddaughters for the first time. I got to do that. I'm thankful that we have uh, folks that, that are having children in our church, that we have new folks coming in, that we have some folks to pray. I'm thankful to know Brother Steve and how he goes to prison and we get reports of 10 being saved and 8 being saved and there's going to be brothers in Christ that we get to meet because of the outreach of people from this church. I'm thankful for January that's coming up for the church planning conference. I'm thankful that God has increased us every single year since we first started from a, from a, a start of what it was to, to what it is. I've never seen anything grow like that. What is that? That's God. I praise him and I thank him for the doing the things that he's done in our lives and he's done it with us together. Those are some of the things that I'm thankful for. What am I doing? I'm declaring his mighty works before this generation. Does that please him? It does. Do I do some things that don't please him? I do. So do you. Uh, God would rather us only do things that please him. 
when he makes it so clear, the things that please him, we ought to be quick to do those things. Who wants to stand and uh, say something to brag on God just a little bit? Now, hush. I, I could go on and on and on about things to brag about, but I'd like to give you all the opportunity to brag on God just a little bit, whoever wants to. It would never be, it would never be. 
never be it would never